Hi, welcome back to Senior Living Simplified. We are going to take a little bit of a different route of things this time. Normally you're used to seeing me with just one guest that comes on as an expert in senior care of some sort, but today we decided to do it a little differently. I have a group with me today. The group is NEST. It stands for Navigating Elderly Solutions Together, and I am fortunate enough to have three groups members in attendance. We'll name the others, but we'll start off with the ladies that are joining me here today, and then we'll talk about what NEST is. But first, I have Jennifer Crossway with me, and she is a community ambassador at Silverado South Lake Memory Care. She also serves as the president of the NEST group. Seated next to her is Miss Amy Bird. She is a licensed master social worker and she works for assisted living locators of West Dallas and mid cities. And finally, here is Miss Lisa Sherwood. She is the marketing director for Seniors Helping Seniors. Members that are not here with us today include Austin Gansky. He is the vice president of the group and a financial advisor for Merrill Lynch Wealth Management. Miss Wendy Lee is the administrator of Seniors Helping Seniors, which is the group that Miss Lisa is connected with. Mitzi Watson is a registered nurse and owner and senior certified, I'm sorry, certified senior advisor with assisted living locators of mid cities in the Dallas Fort Worth area. And then finally, Mr. Stephen Turkett, he is an attorney and he does a specialization probably in several areas, but also in elder care law. So we will get started first with visiting with Jennifer, the president of the NEST organization, so that she can kind of explain to you guys what NEST is and what they're doing, and that will explain why they're here with us today. So hi, Jennifer, welcome. Hi, thank you for having us here today. Um, so NEST is, I had a, more of a, a, a saw a need um, in the community and, and had a, a bit of a vision. So NEST stems from that. And the need that I recognize was that families out there struggle, I think, a lot um, when it comes to making life-altering decisions for themselves or their aging loved ones. And a lot of these decisions that they're making, to be honest with you, are done in you know the heat of chaos. Yeah. Or you know they've, they are, they're trying to, you know, an emergency happens and mom or dad needs help or you know a loved one needs help and there are resources out there and i'm not saying that they're not but some of the resources that are out there are hard to um, come by they're hard to understand what do you google first where do you go first who do you call first it's overwhelming especially when you're already in an emergency situation yeah and sometimes you don't even know what you need right. at the same time exactly so you said you know you've met with families and things of that nature and they've come to you so have they come to you in the capacity of being a community ambassador for a senior living community is that where you've run across most people searching yes for different things yes um, and a lot of it is you know a family member ends up in the hospital and then they're looking for placement um, and they have to do that very quickly and yeah I was gonna say you need it quick quick and so they haven't had, <laughs> they haven't had time to plan um, or they have had time to plan they just haven't done so mm -hmm. so um, I just had a vision of of a group of professionals coming together that were from different organizations different companies that could help people in a situation like this and be 
um, trusted advisors. So people in this group are, are people that since it has started, we have all been vetting. Um, they have to be people that we trust. We have to trust their business model and that they are genuinely um, having a passion to help seniors. And that um, no matter what, in this group, seniors is sort of a top priority because that's where we all work. And so honestly, um, having this group come together, we're more like a one-stop shop um, is what we like to call ourselves. Yeah. So families that we're talking about can call one of us. And if, if say for example, so a family member calls me, but they're maybe not quite ready for a memory care community, well, they just need somebody to come into the home a couple of days a week. Well, then I can give them Lisa's number or Lisa can call them. It's, it's more of multifaceted because a lot of times when that happens, it's not just um, maybe placement that they need, but they also are, did they get grandma, mom's finances in order? Do they have someone that can sell mom's house? Yeah. So that's important. We're adding a sixth or another member of our group, a seventh member that is going to be a real estate agent and specializes in senior services. So. Honestly, getting uh, one of us, you get all of us. And it's easier than having to Google seven different entities um, and, and not knowing if you can trust those people. Absolutely. I think that's one of the most impressive things, in my opinion, about your group. You know, we, we all met through marketing yep. in senior living, but there are so many marketing groups and lots of them are fantastic. But when I sat down, when you guys invited me to your meeting, I recognized immediately that the difference is all of you have put forth the effort in vetting each other before, you know, inviting people to be a part of the group. And then you've also gone out and vetted other entities like, you know, the the company that I work for, Sage Oak, Assisted Living and Memory Care, you visit those locations, you visit other, I'm sure, independent, assisted, um, skilled memory care buildings to see when people come to you, who you can actually refer to that will, that you can trust that will take care of those people the same way you guys would. And so many marketing groups, we, you know, marketing groups get together all the time. We have breakfast or we have cocktails and we talk about things and we share referrals, but a lot of times we don't have the time to go out and really invest like you guys have. So I think that's huge. And you're not only looking at senior living options, you know, you have a very wide array of people on your panel. You know, you have a financial advisor and an attorney and, you know, you're getting a, a realtor. Amy, you're a social worker. How does your background play into this grouping? Yeah, absolutely. I'm really honored to be a part of this team. I just came on uh, at the beginning of this year, so it still feels a little new. But yes, for me, um, my background is in nursing home social work um, with a little bit of hospice care in there as well. Um, and so I think what I can bring to the team as a social worker is usually um, along the lines of client advocacy um, and also helping our aging clients remain as independent as possible. Mm -hmm. Like what assisted living locators does is placement, finding the right um, either living community or, or group home for our client based on their needs. Mm -hmm. So one of the things our team does well, I think, is a lot of consulting and answering questions for especially underprivileged clients. Um, a lot of people just don't know, they just don't know how expensive 
housing and care is for the aging population. And payer sources. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Private pay, insurance, Medicaid. Yes, and all of that is so nuanced. And that's why we have our NEST team. Is yeah. That, I'm really not an expert in all of that. But, but I don't Austin know that any is. of us are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so any, we will help not only assisted living locators, but the NEST team will help anyone that comes our way, either directly or indirectly. Um, we, all, we have not only within our group, but we also have other professionals that we work with and have vetted that we do trust to handle um, any of our clients' needs that we can't. Yeah, and I know, Lisa, you've been in the senior living industry for a majority of your career Yes. as well. So you come with a lot of connections in the area and a lot of information that you can share with families. Um, and you meet with families all the time because yes. you guys talk to families when their loved one is still in their home and wanting to stay right. there. That's right. And one of the things that I love about um, when we started this group uh, and Jennifer approached us was that, I mean, there's so many things that people don't even think of that seniors encounter. And now I've been around for 40 years, so I've seen it progress, but now it's just, we have things like fraud and, and oh yeah, it, it's horrible. And the fact that I feel very honored and blessed. I've got a great group. I can't say enough good about this group. They're trusted partners in, in the senior industry. They have a passion for seniors. Mm -hmm. uh, I come from a hospice background, so I have a great passion for, for seniors, especially end-of-life situations. Mm -hmm. So suddenly they have to sell their home. They have to get rid of everything. They have to move into one room or maybe two. So it's a transition, and they're panicked. We have access to everything that can help them. Uh, we do presentations at senior centers in the area. One of the things that I come across, because the senior centers have my name and phone number, and I say, if you have a senior that has a need, call me. I have access to a group that can help in almost any genre. I mean, I, I got a call one day from a, a, a lady who was frantic because her mother had been frauded for $60,000. Wow. And it was, it was so terrible, and they were just beside themselves. They had no idea where to go. Well, I have an attorney and a financial advisor at my disposal. Yep. And we always answer each other. It's mm -hmm. amazing. Even in our busy days, we mm -hmm. answer each other, which is wonderful. I immediately texted Austin. I said, can we help these people? Can we do something? They have had, their mother has had $60,000 taken from them in the last six weeks. Wow. So immediately Austin just went down the list. We can do this, 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 and this. We got back to the, to the lady. They managed to recoup some of the money that her mother had been frauded for with the advice of Austin. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. So there's many things that seniors face that they don't even know where to go when they face them. Mm -hmm. Not everybody can afford an attorney, so they go, I can't go hire an attorney. What do I do? We just have, we will provide them answers. Yeah. I mean, the same mm -hmm. with, with, we have all worked together for a client that, that had no family, no relatives, and was in the process of starting down the, the memory loss train. Oh, those Her are tough. Mm -hmm. Those are real tough. Those are they tough. Had, the, the husband had died. She was, now she was financially secure, but she didn't even know what way to turn. Her realtor called us and said, what should I do with this mm -hmm. lady? Immediately, all the feelers are out. You know, memory care. We can come into the home until you're secure. Uh, we can have somebody help with your finances. Get a guardian. Yeah. Get a guardian. All of those things. There is an unbelievable 
presence of many issues that faced our seniors, both with loving family and without. There really are. I think a lot of times, you know, families that I've sat with through the years in, you know, various stages of their aging process, a lot of times people only think that the focus is just on care. And while care is very important and selecting the right care that you need at the right time, there are a myriad of things that don't include care that still do involve caring for them in one way or another, whether it be legal care that's taking place, financial care that's taking place, just protection in general. Mm -hmm. Like you said, from that one family, you know, that's, that's a huge fear that a lot of people have and they have the fear, but they don't really act on it like they should. I wish, you know, maybe that'll be our next plight is like being more <laughs> of an advocate for like getting your documents in order before it's too late. Cause I'm sure yeah. that lady never thought that her husband would pass away maybe before her or that she would have, did she have dementia or cognitive impairment? That Not before he passed. No. Not before he passed, but it developed later and then she didn't get things in place. Yeah, it's things of that nature. And then it gets really difficult because then who is going to be responsible for you? You do have to get the court system involved, which is why it's invaluable that you guys have an attorney that's, you know, in the group with you guys. And it's not that someone necessarily has to use your particular group members, right? Like, because not everyone's a fit for everybody, but will be a resource for yeah, them. Yeah, you're a resource have. for everyone. You can direct them we will not uh, let anybody can help. We will not let anybody get off the phone with us that does not feel like they've been helped or they are still confused or haven't, you know, we will walk them on their path until they find the right person. And like to Amy's point, we have so many trusted care partners in the community that are not in our group um, that we would definitely direct them to. And so they're always going to get an answer. Um, Amy being a social worker in the group is, unbelievably valuable yeah because in just little things like since i've met amy and started working with her already i've had two people that really needed her help mm-hmm. and i've i've thought i need a social worker i've been in this long enough to know that a good social worker is worth their weight in gold and that's not saying much with you amy. <laughs> so tiny <laughs> you're worth a lot more than your weight <laughs> yes. but but it's 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 wonderful to know that I can call Amy and say, I have a coworker, and I, this actually happened a couple of weeks ago, whose husband is doing these bizarre things and facing the first stages of dementia, and she's calling me crying. Amy, she needs help. I know you can help her. She didn't even begin to know what to do. He's just started down that trail. He's doing some bizarre things, and she says, I need help, Lisa. I don't even know where to turn. That, that makes everything we do worthwhile. Mm-hmm. The extra hours, the extra time on the phone, the always answering. I mean, it's wonderful. We we come into these people's lives at a really sensitive time, usually, and emotionally charged time. And so not only do they need answers, but sometimes they just need a listening ear or just a friend (laughs) to hear them and let them feel what they're feeling. And, And I think... You know, these ladies right here do just a good job at that than I do. You don't have to be a social worker. <laughs> well, true. You don't have to be a social worker. But I, and I'm, I know both of these ladies, and they've probably got a lot of social worker uh, mentality <laughs> in them as well. But I think social worker, kind of like to Lisa's point, having you in the group is invaluable for them because sometimes going to a social worker is the best starting place Mm -hmm. for someone that is starting to navigate through all of these areas 
because social worker in in my brain anyway, the way I've always looked at them when I've looked, worked with them in the past, they are the connect the dots mm -hmm. people. Like you're the hub and you have so many different areas that you can reach out to, whether it be coordinating equipment, if somebody's, you know, DME equipment or mm -hmm. you, you have to know all of the fun insurance oh, jargon so <laughs> and what is allowed, what isn't allowed, mm -hmm. what's covered, right. what's paid for, what can be paid for. Um, and then in addition to all those things, knowing locations, do they need home care? Do they need assisted mm -hmm. living? Do they need memory care? Or yeah, it's been interesting because um, working in the nursing home setting, I was kind of on the opposite side of now mm -hmm. what I do. Um, a lot of discharge planning, right? So people coming out of rehab for a short-term stay, maybe they cannot go back to their home anymore, okay? So they do need an alternative living environment. So, so, there's, so there's that, and, and a lot of the clients that we work with, they, they are in some sort of rehab unit. And so I, I can share information from both sides. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is, what, this, this is how you need to work with the social worker at the nursing home, and this is how things should be going at the nursing home. So they, it's like a consultant like, oh, this is how things are supposed to be going while well, my loved one is in rehab, yeah. you know, and this is how the discharge planning is supposed to go. Um, so offering them kind of some, or being with them a little bit, uh, the steps on the way, even to coming back into the community from a rehab environment, and then also, you know, just knowing what is available to them for living options on the other side. So yeah, it, it, I think it, it has been helpful, I think, for this team, uh, for me to come on and offer maybe a, another view um, from where clients are at. Absolutely, because in the skilled nursing world and social work, doing the discharges, I know you know as well as anyone how volatile sometimes the discharge scenario can be because I feel like they usually don't staff enough social workers because you guys get like every patient that's in there and sometimes it is time to go, go, go because now insurance is cut off like today's the last day and sometimes you don't find out that it's the last day until it's the last day right. and there hasn't been the time to prepare with the family on what their options are so i know you come with valuable information guiding those families especially working you know with a, as a placement agent social worker you do definitely have both sides of that where you i'm sure you feel for those social workers that are trying to scurry everyone out because mm -hmm. they're required to do that mm -hmm. but then still trying to get as many resources for the family and guide them as best as possible jennifer what was it that made you feel so so connected to the group you're the president of the group i know you've worked in senior living for a long time mm -hmm. is there a certain um like a defining moment that you were like this is what i should be doing in addition to your day job right, you know right. <laughs> <laughs> um honestly just sort of what i said in the beginning just seeing the struggle um on families faces when they would come into <clears throat> our community now into silverado and they um, are overwhelmed and again they need placement and they need it quickly so for me it was where can these people go where they can find multiple answers at one time and they don't have to necessarily do 
all of that research on their own. Um, and, and again, um, just because we say we trust each other doesn't mean you have to, but we've sort of done your homework for you yeah. so that they don't have to. And honestly, I think the group would agree with me that we also encourage everybody to call us before that emergency happens. Like oh, don't yeah. wait, it, and it's no fun. I know it's no fun to go you know, tour nursing homes on the weekend. It's not a fun event anybody wants to do, but when you're in that emergency situation, just knowing, okay, I've, I've already toured all these places. If mom has to go, I know where she's going. Mm -hmm. If we need someone just to come to the home, I know who's coming. And that way, in that emergency situation, you can focus on what you're supposed to focus on, which is your loved one, and getting them better, not running around trying to do all these things at the last minute. Yeah, it is a really emotional time. You know, people feel very vulnerable. They're very emotional. These are big decisions that need to be made. Uh, and sometimes snap decisions, you know, if, if it's bad enough where mm -hmm. it's something totally unexpected that you, you couldn't have seen coming. Uh, Lisa, do you have any like success stories of a family that came to you with kind of almost nothing in place that you were able to help maybe to provide care in their home? Um, we have a lot of those actually, I'm quite pleased. Uh, seniors Helping Seniors uh, is kind of a new concept in this area. It's been around since 98, but the concept is that we hire mature caregivers because oh. that's our philosophy. Um, the mature caregivers seem to identify with the elderly populace. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a senior. I'm 71 years old. Now, I like young people. They keep you young, all of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and I have five young people of my very own. Um, and, and it's wonderful, but sometimes that elderly client feels more comfortable. Well, when you get into someone's home, they allow you into the privacy of their home to care mm -hmm. for them. You can see the need. You can find out the need. And oftentimes, we can do a oh my goodness, we know they need someone to stay. We can help in the home until we, we can get them through the crisis. Like Jennifer says, they're always in crisis. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've had people, we get through the crisis and then they need the memory care. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, the son is calling, okay, dad's doing this and dad's doing this. Can you come over and stay with them? You know, mom's exhausted. And then we get in there and we say, you know what, Jennifer, I've got somebody that needs a memory care. And we're gonna present it, we're gonna try. Those are the success stories we have. Mm -hmm. Those oh, yeah. are the success stories. We give them to Jennifer at Silverado. They meet with the family. The family says, great, you know, you're five miles from our house. This is perfect. Moves them in. I mean, there's so many families like that. They don't even know. I'm amazed at some of these families. They don't even know what a memory care is. Yeah, that, I've run and into that like, too. There is a place that has special programs that we can send you. We will take care of you until that time. Mm -hmm. You know, oftentimes, I mean, we've gone into homes where they've needed equipment. Mm -hmm. You know, call Amy. She'll know how to get this. She'll know how to get the wheelchair. She'll know how to. We treat veterans at no cost to the veteran. There's a lot of That's veterans fantastic. in need out there. I mean, I've got success stories after success stories. So for the no cost for the veterans, let's take a minute on that. Is there a certain um, requirement that they have to, is it any veteran is uh, that qualifies for that? Do they have to have a certain time in service? Um, they have to have had an honorable discharge. Yeah. They have to have a DD-214, which is their mm -hmm. honorable discharge papers. Um, uh, there's no required length of service, but 
they do have to get approved through the VA, which we can help them walk through that process. They don't have to do that beforehand. They can just no. come to you guys and y'all can start that with them? Yes, we can start that process with them. Um, we get them approved for a number of hours. They have both what they call home health hours, or respite hours, and home health eight hours. And we can combine those hours. Sometimes we're in, we have veterans that have 80 plus hours a week. That's a lot of help in the home. That is a lot of help in the home. And I think it's, it's wonderful. that's a fantastic benefit that I don't know that a lot of veterans, especially senior veterans, even know that's available to them. I know a lot of people are getting more and more familiar with aid and attendance, which is a financial benefit right. that you can qualify for. But there's a few qualifying factors that you have, the criteria that you have to meet. But simply having an honorable discharge and coming to you guys. So even if you don't need like full on care, if yeah, you just need a little 14, bit. It can be 14 hours a week, a few hours a day. Yeah, they should contact you because it is a free service. Right, and there's the, so many things. And even, even as little as when we have a, I mean, we were at a local health fair and a veteran came up and um, I mean, you could tell he was somewhat disabled. And when we told him, we can come into your home and help you. If it was to wash the dishes, if it was to get to the grocery, mm -hmm. you know, that's things that are everyday things to us that do them every day that we don't think about. Yeah. But for someone that has, you know, is growing older, cognitive difficulties, um, physical difficulties, and a lot of our veterans do have physical difficulties, we can, we can help them. Yeah, there's so many things that we take for granted that we do on a daily basis that you don't realize once you get to a certain age or a certain physical ability, no longer is that something that comes naturally and you do have to start figuring it out. It's amazing. Even I had a gentleman from a hospice company, interesting story, physical therapist, felt like he should go into hospice. Now, that's just odd. It, I said, you were what? I'm not talking to him. He said, I was a physical therapist, but I just knew that I was supposed to be helping in the hospice world. So he's out, he's helping people. And he told me, he said, we have so many people that need help in the home that aren't ready for hospice yet. I'd yeah. like to partner with you, Lisa. I said, we have so many people that we go in to help in the home and they need hospice, but know nothing about it. Mm -hmm. So all of this is just more and more, we've just scratched the surface. Nest has just scratched the surface on the need in the community. I, in the last year, and I didn't even realize it till my owners talked to me, till Wendy and her husband had a conversation with me, we've helped 130 families in the last 11 months. Wow. Get help. It's there. It's an honor. I know all of us feel that way to serve these, these families. It's an honor. Oh yeah, absolutely. To help them. I know we all <laughs> feel that way. It's a joke, I know you all feel that way. I mean, mm -hmm. it's an honor. Um, we want to be more prevalent and out there and let them know we don't charge for our services. We care about you all. Um, helping people that were defrauded. Mm -hmm. I had a lady call me that needed a, she says, I have no what, I've got to get a power of attorney. You know, my mom's starting to, to not be able to do things and we need, what do I do? What do I do? I have an elder care attorney. Yeah. I mm -hmm. called up Steve. He says, I'm on it. Give me your number. Right. Yeah. Point them in the right direction. I mean, and it was a simple one call thing. He then called her and set it all up. And success story after success yeah. story. And Lisa, they don't just see people in the home. I just want to clarify that. Oh yeah. Yes. That they, I mean, not in the home, but um, veterans, they can see them in, in our community too. Any and that, that's yeah. free. So, um, and it's great because it's more companionship. 
for them um, when they are in our community. It's extra, it's extra hands eyes. and eyes and ears on the, on the patient. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how when we find how intricately involved we all are yeah. mm -hmm. once we get going. It's mm -hmm. amazing. Well, oh, Lisa, I, I love some of our success stories that have worked in the opposite way too, because sometimes our team, the assisted living locators team, will get a referral. Yes. And our owner is a registered nurse, so she has a great clinical background. Mm -hmm. I'm a master's level social worker with nursing home experience. And so, and also can help assess cognition and really see where the client is at. And so we've had families come to us. And of course, me as a social worker, I'm always like, can we keep, how can we keep this person independent longer? You know, right. because housing and care for this population is so expensive, we're mm -hmm. always looking for, can we keep them in the home? Yeah. You know, and so we, we've had opposite, it's worked the other oh, way. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. long, yeah. she's yeah. called me and said, Lisa, well, they're not ready to move yeah, in any place, but can you help them? Yet. It's right. wonderful. Yeah. Well, I think the success of NEST is obvious by <laughs> just those stories that you guys have shared today and with helping 130 families in 11 months. I know there's many, many more, unfortunately. We don't have time for all of them, <laughs> but we are going to put up contact information for the NEST group at the end of the podcast. That way, if you are looking for any area of senior living, um, whether it be financial, if it's legal, if it's care, if you're a veteran, um, this group is the location for your one-stop shop. They're fantastic, they vetted each other, and they will be able to point you in the right direction if they can't personally help you themselves. Um, as always, if you are looking for assisted living or memory care, I'm also the executive director of Sage Oak Assisted Living and Memory Care in Denton, Texas. If you're in our area, you can always uh, reach out and contact me directly, but, you know, in closing for the NEST group, if you have the need for senior care, the NEST is definitely the one to contact because they have the vision for you going forward. I hope you all join us next time on Senior Living Simplified, where we continue to navigate through the aging process. Mm -hmm.